0: Hello my wonderful beautiful friends, welcome back to r slash pro revenge. Guys I know it's been such a long time since I've read anything from the subreddit, like over a month. Over a month now. And today, I'm bringing it back guys. So in this episode today, you'll hear two super satisfying revenge tales. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Oh, and do hit that subscribe button for future stories. Let's dive in. First off, some background. So a bit over 6 months ago, we had a change up at the company I work for. The old owner was a great guy, who was retiring, and handing the company off to his son, who was a real piece of crap just out of business school type. So the son, with the mentality that the company is now his, went about restructuring. Namely, reassigning teams to different projects, and leaving those that remained in their old positions to pick up double, if not triple, the workload. So he did this all in the name of saving a little bit of money. Unfortunately, my department was not spared from this effort. In the end, I had it out with a boss and the department head, ultimately costing the company 3 months of my entire department working 80 hour weeks and forcing a huge year-end bonus to be paid out to us. And unfortunately, after my initial meeting with the boss, i.e. the son, he took a liking to me. Essentially, he really liked me, and he wanted to go out with me, or sleep with me, or however you want to put it. He even enlisted his friends and the secretaries to help him. Now, this went on for months, just blatant harassment. They even went as far as to make comments about me losing my late husband, and that I should just get back on the horse, so to speak. Now, I kept everything. Every email, every voicemail, and I even went to my best friend who happens to be a really good lawyer. This friend drafted a letter to the boss. It was essentially a stop, or we're gonna start a big case over this kind of thing. And yeah, everything stopped. However, I was then moved from working in office to a work-from-home arrangement. I knew what was coming. They were going to try their best to get rid of me. So I started to document everything. But as luck would happen, I received an email chain from the bosses. A friend of mine CC'd me. And wouldn't you know, it was back-and-forth communication of them discussing how they wanted to get rid of me and pin the blame on me. This email chain was just disgusting. They hated me so badly and wanted me gone. But because of my contract, they would have to buy me out. But being the cheapskates they are, you know they wanted me gone for free. So the company bosses start a campaign to try to torment me. They tried first to say that because I now work from home, that they were required to install cameras in my home to make sure I was being productive. Luckily, that did not work. You have to love contracts. They also tried assigning an impossible workload to me. But luckily, my team and I were almost like family, and they picked up the slack. After three months of this crap, I get an email and a phone call from the HR department, saying I was getting laid off immediately, because there was just no work for me. Now, this was complete crap, given we had several dozen projects that we were working on. After the conversation with HR, I call my lawyer friend, almost in tears, just shouting, Look what they're doing to me, you need to help. So she calms me down and tells me that this is a good thing, we have so much evidence against them. I had already forwarded and printed everything off that was sent to me, and it was lucky I did, because a few hours after I was laid off, my computer was remotely wiped clean. Everything was gone, leaving just a blank desktop. When I called the HR department to get copies of my filed complaints, what do you know? Everything was gone. In their place was a bunch of stupid reprimands that never happened, that I never signed or even saw, dating months and months back, all signed by the new boss despite the fact that they were dated before he even took control of the company. Now, it was clear that they were total lies, but I got copies of everything to add to my stack of records. I texted all of my old colleagues to let them know what was happening, and that I'm basically gone. Like I said earlier, we were like family, and with me on the way out, they started to look for better employment. Not only that, they contacted all of their friends who worked for the company to do the same. I was laid off on Monday, and on Thursday, I walked into the office with my employment lawyer. I swear, the main secretary was on the phone to security the second she saw me walk in, and they were at the door in a matter of minutes. My lawyer simply hands her a legal document, a summons to meet for mediation at his office the next Friday. During the following week, I received so many calls and text messages from bosses, friends, secretaries, and people I knew in the office telling me just to be friendly with the owner, and to drop it, and that they wanted to hire me back and forget about everything. So Friday finally comes, and into my lawyer's office, my former boss walks in with a squad of four lawyers, to settle the matter. And right off the bat, he offers me three months severance, to end all of this, because I didn't have any evidence to rebut the fake paperwork they had on file. At this point, my lawyer starts to bring all the paperwork we had, namely copies of every complaint I've ever filed, which were all signed by the bosses, HR, and myself. Luckily for our case, I had made sure to take a copy of each complaint when it was written up. These idiots thought I had nothing. Oh boy were they wrong. My lawyer made the case that in court that it'd be obvious that all the paperwork they had on their end were forgeries. Nothing was signed by me and he pointed out that there were dates with the boss's signature when he wasn't even in the country, let alone working for the company yet. So after about half an hour, they came back with a much better offer. A full year's salary. But my lawyer was like... Mmm, no, we'll just go with what the contract says, plus go for damages in court. Given the recent changeover at the company, the lawyers seemed to know that they couldn't afford going to court. Not to mention, it would be so bad for the company's reputation. So they basically rolled over and asked, what do you want? We demanded five year salary, plus the average bonus that I would have made each year, and all the legal fees paid. It was a big, big win. But it did not end there. I got a taste of blood, and I wanted more. I made phone calls to several companies where I had contracts with, and found jobs for every member of my team, and several members of other teams. By the end of a week, the company lost 10 of its most talented people. Not to mention most of those people had friends and colleagues that ended up following them to their new employers. The fallout was pretty bad. Before all this, they had the pick of the litter when new university students graduated. But now, because they lost most of their senior people, they had nobody to mentor new employees. Plus, word got out fast how they treat workers like crap, so nobody with any talent would even think of getting near the company. As of today, the company is just a shell of its former self. It's still big, but it bleeds money. They also have a problem with permanent staffing, and are paying out the nose to hire subcontractors. Let's just say they don't make money like they used to. In fact, they have not started a new project in something like 9 months. If something isn't done on the side of the management to improve things fast, they'll likely go bankrupt in the very near future. Well, I wonder what dad now thinks of his son coming in and single-handedly ruining the company. Guys, listen, this kinda sounds like the company that I work for. So, the owner of my company is 79 years old. A few years ago, he passed the company down to his two sons, and things have gone downhill. No money goes back into the company, but they're buying boats, houses, cars, cabins, you name it. I have literally watched the company I work at basically crumble since those guys took over. Anyways, way to make dad proud, dude. (laughs) Two thumbs up. My uncle has always been a self-righteous, petty slimeball, with a foul temper and a grandiose idea of his own importance, but little to no brains. My dad always just took it and tried to keep the peace because family is so important to him. This is the story of how my uncle finally pushed my dad too far, and ended up being arrested for all of his trouble. Now, it's pretty long, since it covers several months of a feud between them. For background, my dad and uncle are neighbors, in a community of about 600 people. My dad built the house my uncle lives in, and sold it along with a small plot. So my dad's remaining land is about 6 acres, and runs along the side and the back of my uncle's smaller property. My uncle is a dealer for HVAC units, and my dad is in the HVAC business and would buy some things from his brother, even though his brother's prices were higher, in order to help his brother out. My dad also rented a building his brother owned and used it as his shop or office. He only rented the building and the parking lot, but in the field out behind the shop, my uncle and my dad would both collect HVAC units. Now these things are rusty and all around fugly, but when they didn't have anything else to do, they could go get one of those old units to break down for scrap. The story starts one day when my dad went to his brother and said he needed a certain unit, but his brother quoted him a really high price and also could not deliver in time. So my dad calls up another dealer he works with, and that guy had a unit on hand to give him for a much lower price. A no-brainer. My uncle finds out about this somehow and confronts my dad basically giving him an ultimatum that if my dad would not commit to buying 100% of the units from my uncle, then my uncle would not sell him anything in the future. I told you, my uncle is an idiot. So my dad didn't say anything to his brother, but took him at his word and stopped buying anything from him. A month or so later, my uncle shows up at my dad's shop and confronts him again, wanting to know why my dad had not ordered anything from him that month. When my dad reminded my uncle about the ultimatum, my uncle exploded They apparently had a screaming match and in the end, my uncle announced that my dad was no longer his brother and they were no longer doing business together. And my dad was evicted from the shop. I will note that legally my dad was not evicted because evicting him would have required a legal notice and a certain period of time, etc. But my dad was over it, so he said fine and began converting the barn at his house into his new shop. So my uncle, who apparently had thought my dad would not call his bluff, showed back up at the shop a few days later and told my dad that he also has to move all of the old HVAC units in the field behind the property or he would sue my dad for the cost of removal. Now, this too probably had no legal power since my dad's lease was only on the building, not the field. And my uncle contributed to it and used the old units as communal property. One thing about my dad is when he's pissed off, he's really pissed off. So he agreed to move the old units. He took his tractor over and loaded each one onto his flatbed trailer then drove out behind his barn and painstakingly arranged hundreds of rusty old HVAC units an inch or two off the property line at the back of my uncle's house. So, I want to note that my dad could not see these things from his house due to the way his property is set up, but my uncle had an HD view of them in his backyard. My uncle starts being even more of a creep than usual and was always spying on my dad's house, so my dad decided to build a privacy fence down the side that runs along my uncle's property, but not the back of the property where the HVAC units are. The fence guys arrived and worked for a few hours before my uncle comes screeching into his driveway and exploded out of his truck, screaming his head off because the fence guys had laid posts or tools or whatever temporarily on his side of the property line as they were building the fence. My uncle calls the police, who basically told the fence guys, Okay dudes, just don't put anything on this crazy man's property and let." So the next day, apparently someone left a hammer across the property line. So here comes my uncle again, screaming at them. He calls the police again, but by the time they got there, the guy had moved his hammer. So the police were just annoyed by this point, but could only warn them to not do it again. Because again, this man's crazy. Later that afternoon, my uncle calls the police a third time. I kid you not. This time, he wanted to report that my dad had stolen a backhoe from him. Like, the one that attaches to the back of a trailer. One that, again, I kid you not, my uncle had given to my dad two years ago, because my uncle did not even have a tractor big enough to attach the thing to. Now, the cop was not amused when this story came to light, and since it was the same cop who'd been there earlier the day, she was beyond annoyed at this point. My dad helpfully said, come get the backhoe if you want it, knowing full well my uncle had no way to pick the thing up, or even haul it a few feet into his own yard. My uncle said that my dad was just trying to trap him and would say that he was trespassing if my uncle came onto his land. Even though the cop was standing right there when my dad offered, and by the way, this conversation was taking place on my dad's driveway. He then said he wanted to file a complaint with the police that basically amounts to a restraining order against my dad. The cop told my dad that this would mean that even if my uncle texted him to come over, and if my dad had written proof that he'd been invited, if my uncle called the cops or even took a picture of my dad on his property again, he could potentially get arrested for trespassing. My dad said he wanted to file one against his brother too, so this is where the pro-revenge happens. My dad knew full well that his brother had no real clue where the property lines were, and he wasn't going to dig up his survey to check. He only knew where the lines were because my dad knows exactly where they are and has wooden stakes in the ground. So when his brother was away for a few days, my dad moved all of the old HVAC units along the property line onto his own property by a few feet and moved the stakes back the same distance. So basically, it looked the same as it had before, except the property line was a few feet further back than it actually is. He then placed some random piece of scrap across the fake property line that was still on his own property, set up a few cameras aimed at the line, and waited. Sure enough, his dumbass brother comes storming out of his house as soon as he noticed the scrap on his side of the property line. And then he crossed the real property line to get a good look at the scrap and he called police. My dad was waiting for them with his survey showing where the actual property line is, along with a copy of the report the annoyed cop had given him, and the camera footage of his brother clearly trespassing on his land. And it was my uncle who got arrested. The only way his revenge could have been any sweeter was if the annoyed cop showed up to arrest my uncle. But alas, he had to make do with someone he and his brother had both gone to school with, which worked out, since it was especially embarrassing for my uncle to be arrested by someone he knew well. And yeah, he made sure everybody else in town knew. So nothing really came out of my uncle's arrest, or at least not that my dad has heard about. My uncle learned his lesson. He was placed in handcuffs, spent the night in jail, and many people know about it. He hasn't caused any more trouble for my dad, other than generally existing, where my dad occasionally has to see him drive his truck by. My uncle is now also in a business dispute with his wife's sister and his brother-in-law, so presumably he's trying to take his anger out on another target who hasn't already beaten him. And yes, my family are rednecks. My friends, this person's comment sums it up perfectly. There's nothing sweeter than watching a self-involved idiot trip over their own ego. Guys, I do have one question though. How the heck did the uncle not notice that all those HVAC units were moved? I mean, if they've been sitting on grass for a very long time, Clearly, it's going to leave a dead spot of yellow dead grass underneath, right? And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash pro revenge. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today, and thanks for coming. Thanks for coming to hang out with me today. Guys, if you missed the last episode of our slash pro revenge, listen, it's it's been a month, I know. I'm going to link it right here. OP's neighbor terrorizes him and refuses to stop, and he learns a valuable lesson. Check it out if you haven't, or check out some hilarious Karen stories right here. And I'll see you guys in the next one.